we wouldn't want to say uh, that that friendship with with non Christians is is sort of an evangelism strategy. That you know that sort of language seems uh, in some ways um, to to um, cheapen maybe too strong of a word, but it frames friendship as a uh, more of a strings attached, transactional sort of sort of thing, which it's not. But it, you know, it, it does seem obvious to say. Uh, that life is better for everyone when it's practiced in a way that's friendly toward others. You know, our, our debates are more civil. We're kinder. Um, we're more prone to give the benefit of the doubt, even willing to compromise in a positive way. Uh, not, not to mention, as, as you've, as you've, um, argued, uh, it, 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 it's the right thing to do as Christians. Uh, I, I would argue it's, it's part of, well, and you mentioned this as well. It's part of loving our neighbor. Um, but it's, it, it can be hard. Why is it, why is it so hard, um, to, to make friends with, with folks who, who believe differently than we do? And how, how can we get better at it? Well, that's something that I'm asking myself all the time and praying that I can practice, uh, more faithfully. Um, but I do think every opportunity we have can be an opportunity to make friends, uh, not in a sort of self-serving utilitarian sort of way. I mean, that's, that's our culture speaking. You know, we, we're befriending someone for what they give us. So we're befriending someone to increase our status or something like that. But no, we're actually befriending someone, hopefully, uh, to uh, demonstrate that we believe that they are worthy of value. Uh, they're made in the image of God, uh, have value, they're worthy of our attention. By being uh, made in the image of God, we, we share that with them. Uh, we share those basic qualities. Uh, and also to remember that... Um, None of us deserve God's grace. Uh, not one of us has earned the grace of God. That's actually antithetical to what God's grace is. But so we, we step forward into these relationships, knowing that we are carried forward by the sustaining grace of our Lord. And um, we, we try not to sweat it, <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. Um, you know, it, if we try to make friends uh, and it doesn't go well, uh, that's okay. Uh, we're, we're putting our best foot forward. And, and, and secular studies bear this out all the time that the sort of the, uh, the juice or the gasoline for friendship is really just time. Uh, that's what forges friendships. You spend time together, uh, in proximity to one another, sharing your life. This is why I think during COVID, when people had to stay home from work, how detrimental that was, they had church, right? How detrimental that was because it was that, uh, proximity to others, uh, even if y'all are working on coding something or, you know, you're working at a, a, a law firm together, just that proximity with one another is a friendship building, uh, sort of, um, laboratory. And so, yeah, so going back to the idea of, of befriending and discussing and, and, and also not cheapening friendship with sort of this evangelism sort of um, you know, hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really is to say, you are worthy of my time and attention as an image bearer of God. And as you get to know this person, hopefully they're getting to know you. Uh, they see your life. They see what's going on. There are hopefully times where you can very clearly, very cogently, precisely present the gospel. There might be other times, depending on your context, where you kind of just have to wait for that to sink in and germinate. And you show uh, in a lot of ways through your witness so, um, you know, in my evangelism, uh, philosophy, if you will, it's, it's both and it's yeah. uh, a life well lived and true words spoken as often as you can, um, uh, in those, in those contexts. So, uh, but yeah, it just takes time. Uh, like all good things, it takes time. 
Yeah. As, as you mentioned um, uh, a couple of times there, you know, we're, we're going to run into to limits here probably. I mean, there, there are some people with whom friendship may be inadvisable, um, maybe Im- impossible after, you know, after an attempt. But if, you know, if we ever hope to, um, I guess, sort of tamp down uh, the anger and division that seems to be having its way in our society, uh, it, it seems to me that, that deep friendships will be uh, a key part of our work, for lack of a better term. Um, you know, as we think about these issues, instead of politicking or, or manipulating or powering our way toward what we deem is progress, um, never actually influencing hearts and minds. I, I just I wonder if we'd be better suited to just make friends with people, you know, those who are around us who don't think like us to get to know them. Uh, and over time with with patience and compassion and, and understanding um, talk to them about things that matter and, and do so in the context of a trusted, committed friendship. And and maybe then um, maybe then we'll we'll earn the right to have the ear of someone who's willing to be convinced that that life in the womb, for instance, uh, is is sacred and, and should be protect, protected. Um, so, you know, as I guess as we start to land the plane here, Coleman, um, use your most optimistic imagination. How? How might our society be enriched if we could just retrieve or maybe maybe it's there. Maybe we, we should just kind of um, further, uh, further emphasize uh, a Christian understanding of friendship. And 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 what effect could that have on some of these major issues or, or at least the way that we talk about them with others? Yeah, well, that's yeah, I, I've uh, I believe I'm an optimist, so I think I can easily do this. Uh, but even just to think as optimistically as possible, uh, what I would love for Christians to do, uh, myself included, uh, is to engage less on platforms that are impersonal, uh, meaning social media. That doesn't mean you have to exit those platforms. Some, some might feel that obligation or desire to do so. Uh, but engage less on there and find a group of people uh, that you can have that conversation with. Uh, or one person in particular that you can have that conversation with. And I believe with all my heart that that is more, not only more important, it's more meaningful and it's more beautiful to have that sort of conversation um, with the person that is uh, most affected by that. I'm not saying, uh, you know, in the sense of they're a victim. I'm just saying that they have skin in the game, so to speak. So they might believe uh, differently than you do, and it might not be biblical, it might be detrimental, um, but again, what's their motive? Why are they doing this? And we can, of course, always say uh, that there's spiritual warfare, uh, there are things going on, there's hidden things, principalities uh, that are influencing and, and uh, motivating people towards evil and sin, even if they don't call it that. So we always need to keep that uh, in the back of our mind, but we also need to remember that we are called to love, we're called to step in, we're called to uh, seek out the lost the way that Christ has sought us out. Uh, we're entering into that ministry with them. And I just think that's more effective with someone across a table rather than across a screen. Uh, the screen has its place. Uh, I mean, depending on who you are, you may think that's a hopeless battle or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think it has its place. But it really needs to be a small, 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 much smaller percentage of our time uh, in conversation, uh, evangelism, uh, uh, and just, as you mentioned, around political and social issues. Uh, At best, what it can do is it can deliver content. Hey, I wrote this article. 
or hey, we're uh, you know meet us at this rally to you know whatever. I mean, it can deliver that. What it can't deliver is the tears behind someone's eyes that they've cried because they've lost a child. Uh, it can't deliver the uh, sort of background of someone who's been abused or who's been subject to uh, a system that has said it's okay to. Um, uh, abort your child for these various reasons. It can't do that. It, it, I mean, it can it can provide some sort of essence of that, but it can't really get into the soul of that. And that's where a friendship theology, if you will, or philosophy of friendship as Christians needs to enter in and say we are dealing with souls here. We're dealing with souls that have been impacted by the fall, including our own. Uh, again, there are gaps in our own ways of thinking. There's gaps in how we see certain things. But we are, we're dealing with souls here, and that's really important for us. And I don't think anyone denies that. It's just how they see what's most important in that sort of conversation. So do I want to be a soul winner? Absolutely, I do. But I want it to be in a way that helps that other person know that I uh, see them, that I care, and that at the end of the day, I can't answer all, I may not be answered all their questions, but I can point them to a savior who has answered their ultimate question and filled their ultimate need. Uh, and then that conversation can continue uh, for, for as long as the Lord allows. So, yeah, I, I would I would want our witness as Christians to be more personal face to face. I'll add one more thing, Jordan. The problem with that is, is it's not pragmatic. And yeah. that's the issue is that we are so um, trained as evangelical Christians in our culture today, to go for what works, uh, like, uh, you know, getting the most hits, getting the most whatever. Uh, pragmatism, in my opinion, uh, this might be a little too strong, but uh, simply has no place in Christian witness and Christian life, uh, and specifically in Christian friendship. Um, we, we need to... We need to be, as I call with some of my students, we need to be slow drip Christians. So if you, if you like coffee, and if you like coffee the right way, you're going to do a pour over and you let that slow drip trickle down. And what does it get? It gets the flavor. It gets the richness. It gets the goodness of that coffee. Uh, and that's what we want. Uh, we don't want to be pragmatic. Uh, yeah, it might get the job done. Yeah, it might throw out some truth. And yes, the Lord could use it, but I would say it's in spite of that. And what he wants people to do is to enter in uh, and spend the necessary time with those who are uh, affected by this in some form or fashion. Yeah, man, that's 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 so good. You uh, you used a word. And so I'm tempted to end there. You used a word earlier that that I I just uh, I can't help but pick on pick up on. You you said the word beautiful, um, and and it, I can't help but think about uh, the late Russian author. Uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky, who, who said, um, in one of his novels that beauty, basically beauty will save the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as Christians, we, um, we, we know what he's talking about. We, we can affirm that he's right. And, and if that's, if that's true, we, we, which we believe it is, may, maybe, you know, maybe a piece, piece of that beauty, that, that work that, that Christ will finally one day accomplish, which he's already begun, is the work of his people now, today, offering the kind of, um, the kind of deep friendship to others that Christ himself has offered to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and 
And may that be so. Sure, that's right. That's good. I guess that's a good place for us to end. Coleman, this has been, it's been a lot of fun for me uh, for, for a couple of reasons. One, it's been a great conversation. Um, also, though, uh, you've provided us with a good Christmas ambiance in the background. And that is, that was, that was a lot of fun. So thank good. you for your time today. Yeah. Glad to be um, here. Thank you. Yeah. Before we get out of here, though, let me, um, where can listeners go to buy your book and, and, it, are there any other projects like that that you're working on now that we can be on the lookout for? Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for asking. Yeah. Well, the book that you mentioned, A Bond Between Souls, uh, was put out by Lexham Press, which is affiliated with uh, Logos, Faith Life. Um, and that's on their website, Lexham Press. Uh, Amazon carries that. Uh, that's really kind of the, the high-level discussion of Augustine and friendship. And so uh, may not appeal to every listener, but uh, if you want to nerd out a little bit, uh, I'm, I'm happy to go there with you. Uh, I've got some projects that I'm working on in, in the area of spiritual formation. So I've got a book with B&H coming out in the spring, which is an introduction sort of guide to uh, Christian spiritual formation. It's called Formed in his image and so uh, yeah that'll be out i think in may uh and then yeah i worked on some other things just kind of uh you know my interests are early christian history spirituality um and so friendship conversation of course and so it's kind of all filtering in the things that i write so uh, yeah i got some things germinating but nothing to officially announce at this point okay great well you heard him you uh you know where to find uh his, his book that we referenced a lot today uh coleman again thanks for joining me it's been a pleasure having you on the show um Thank you to the listeners for joining us. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I guess let me encourage you this way. If you've not subscribed to the podcast already, would you go do that? Um, and then go one step further by leaving us a review. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, if you think it's valuable, leaving a review is a good way to make the podcast a bit more visible so others can find it and listen in as well. And we would love that. Uh, let me also encourage you, if you believe in the work that we're doing and, and would like to see us do more of it, consider giving gift. You can go to our website, lovetimes2.org slash give. That's L-O-V-E-X, the number two dot O-R-G slash give, G-I-V-E. And from there, you can donate whatever amount you feel led to give. We are grateful for your generosity. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time.